Can you hear me on this? I can hear you. I can't believe this works. What's up? How are you? How's how's my audio quality coming in? Decent? I mean, it's remote. It sounds like you're remote, but it's perfect. Sounds like I'm remote. You know, where you sound like half of an Android, kind of slightly all the time. I sound like half an Android? Yeah, only half. What is that supposed to mean? You're not a full one. Sound like a human just through, you know, robots. You're a robot, man. That's what it means. Well, yeah. I already knew that. Uh, yeah. So, oh. I wonder if that noise is going to be in there if only we're hearing that. <clears throat> noise? Noise? What noise? <clears throat> Can I still browse this? and leave it recording? Oh, nice. Okay. Joe Rogan, it's an honor, sir. What's going on? How you doing? Can you hear? Me? Yeah, I can. I can hear you. Can you guys hear me? All right. Perfectly. Nice. Awesome. I can hear Excellent. you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. This should be our new intro. I'm browsing Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear us now? Can you hear me now? I can. I can hear you. Can you hear me? That's sweet. What's going on, guys? Not a whole lot. Who, who biked today, no? buddy? It was nice. You're not getting out to parties. I. I just I just uh, got off of Zwift, if that counts. I'm I'm hanging close to the house today, just because one of my dogs is getting fixed, actually, as we speak. So I mean, it kind of counts. Guess, so we'll give it to you. <clears throat> yeah, I got I got stuck on the Zwift machine today. So what, Watopia is. is a real place. I don't care what anybody says. According to Garmin, it is. It actually gives you like a real map in the South Pacific or something. It's, that is hilarious. No. I'm dead serious. It's it's actually a I little know sick. I love when I look at everybody's straw and it's just like off land into a, into the water. I'm like, um, okay. Yeah, it's uh, I don't. I mean, it's good and bad. I hated Strava in the beginning. Not Strava, excuse me. I hated as with in concept in the beginning. But once I had it, and especially now that I'm really married to it in terms of the whole quarantine and everything, it's pretty cool. It's necessary. It's a necessary thing. Yeah, necessary it's, uh, evil. <laughs> Ow. I don't have Corona. I don't have Corona, I swear to God. <laughs> I just drank some water and it went down like the wrong uh, esophagus, esophageal pipe, whatever that's called. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. It went down the Corona pipe? Oh, God. Stop referring everything to Corona pipes. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so what's going on? All, All right. right. We got, we got so, the show notes open here. I can see you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Uh, Quar- for, for our guests that don't know who Tom is. Uh, yeah. Tom, who who is Tom? Um what is Tom? Yeah. I am uh I am Tom. I ride with uh Mr. Riley Newton. I have for a few years. Um You must you be find... crazy then. <laughs> you you can f- find me haunting uh Spark Bike Run Sports when the world is not ending. Haunting. Um yeah, pretty much uh, right next to right next to the other Tom nearest to the, uh, nearest to in, the, the in the coffee bar, yeah. and uh, yeah, that's I don't know. Riley, go ahead. I I guess if you have anything to add, you know, what do you, what's your um? Do you have any? What's your main area? Like, I mean, we divide everything up. As yeah, what's much. your area of expertise? Uh, a riding or area of riding. So, I'll show, like, what do you you know? What's your favorite? How do you how do you roll? You know, where? You know, I guess. Um, you know. M- mixed terrain, gravel, a little bit of touring, official and unofficial. That's your special, um, specialty. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Just you know, the marketing department calls it gravel, but uh, <laughs> I kind of just ride my bike. You know, marketing department. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nice. That's, what's your um? Currently, what's your um? What's your favorite? What have you been riding most lately? 
Do you have, any, do you have a couple bikes? Would you, would you, what would, what's your go-to? Yeah, what's your go-to right now? Go-to has to be the, uh, the all-city Gorilla Monsoon. Ooh. The green and blue colorway, the more recent one. Uh, but they do have a really sweet orange one as well. How did Riley refer um, to that, the, um, the drop-bar mountain bike? Pretty much. This yeah. is, for, for those who don't know, this is a uh, steel English bottom bracket, uh, inch and an eighth straight headset, steel fork, drop bar designed bike with disc brakes and 2.4 inch tire clearance, which, I have, which I have maxed out because, <laughs> you know, I have maxed out I'll because, be. because God hates a coward basically. So yeah, that's see, that's the spirit. I like it. Also steel compliance. Excellent. Yes. Um, <laughs> laterally compliance. stiff. And laterally compliant, unlike carbon. Uh, Ooh. Or excuse me, and They're, vertically compliant. Shots it's, fired. It's shots fired. Yeah, all, I know. This, all here compliance. come those buzzwords. Here come those buzzwords. <laughs> all compliance future, future all the bike time. Future here. Um, <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, I, I, you seem to be a South, South Shore kind of guy, too. Um, do you have any, yes. Do you have any non-secret spots that you think is probably your favorite places or what? Some place you want to give up or it's known or what? Um, I honestly, we all pay national grid, a lot of money <laughs> and they have a lot of high tension lines that are yeah. grossly underutilized, yeah. uh, whether officially or unofficially, if, if that is an acceptable thing to say on record. Yeah. So you're a um, power line lover, huh? Sort of like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not out there exclusively to just ride in straight, boring lines. It's just, if you... You can make road biking a lot more interesting by making it mountain biking. How yeah. about that? <laughs> that should be the tagline of this podcast. I like that. <laughs> type that in. Type that in. Go ahead. We'll, we'll use the collaborative thing. Um, why is he? I like that one, too. That's a funny question. Um, so, yeah, thanks for, thanks for coming on. Uh, hopefully, Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. They, uh, hopefully, Corona hasn't negatively affected you too much. Uh, not yeah. yet. No, we, yeah. We actually Not have you on this week because we've been chatting about like how to ride when you can't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> and I was or, I was the man to to ask about riding when also not riding. Yes, exactly. Yes. Well we, we have some questions as related to like like the power lines and that kind of stuff that we're gonna go through a little bit. Sure. Um, I like but to call I it think... gorilla riding, you know, like you know, you have, yeah. the, you have the gorilla bike, so I figured it was probably the best idea. Obviously, right? excellent, excellent. Wow, I like the wordplay. And it's, it's um, you know, there's excellent. there's official channels to do this through as well, like Stateland. <laughs> since you know, since all this broke out, I basically just kind of swore off like Stateland. Um, for anybody who may be listening that's not in Massachusetts, like. 99% of our riding, especially all of it that's above board, is um, state land, which means it's completely open to the public. And as of yet, I don't think they've been closed or banned or anything. No, so, so as soon as everyone was told to stay inside and isolate, at least in my area, everyone went outside and <laughs> filled parking lots of, you know, every state park and wildlife park, management yeah, area yeah. and did not. So <laughs> the problem with at least like around here in our kind of like semi-rural, semi-urban setting yeah. is none of these parks are very big. Yes, exactly. That, that's exactly. Um, right, actually. And there, there, there's a too much population density for the size of the park in any given area. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, even, even Mass Soit, which has got some big area, you can go out back, but then somebody just the other parking lot's then full, and then people coming from that way too. So it's like, I was out back at one point, and I was like, yikes. And it was still early morning, you know? There was still a good amount of people out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's basically if if it is daylight and it is sunny, then there, yeah, people yeah, are, you are. So I think in competition, yeah, yeah, yeah. We chatted. Um, Ed and I were chatting with Liam last week, and I think Ed was saying you've been doing lots of early mornings, right, Ed? Yeah, I've been trying to get out as early as possible because a, I mean, sleep later, whatever, it's fine. Uh, you have the time <laughs> to do it now. Um, and it's been decent. Like, there's only been a couple of other hardcore dudes out there at the same time, and I don't really run into anybody. It's uh, you see somebody off in the distance, and you basically kind of adjust. So it's been good in the morning, but basically yeah. by like nine thirty, ten o'clock, it's all day walkers and dog walkers and everybody else getting out for their morning yeah. jog that they all of a sudden. Well, do also now. it's it's light at like five a.m. Now. Yes, this That's is what I'm saying. Like, you got some good. You you have you can get out early, man. You get some time now. Oh, it's the best time. I love this time of year. You know, you have so much more of a day. Absolutely. This is, in my opinion, probably the best time of year, at least in this area. Before it gets, like, murderously hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and every, everything is still on the up and up. Days are still lengthening. Uh, temperatures are still climbing, but it's nice as is. So yeah. there's, there's nothing so been, we're losing yet. <laughs> I've been taking the, the opposite tack as far as, like, timing goes. I've been doing evenings. I saw that. <laughs> Just because that kind of fits into my schedule a little better, um, but it's also Ooh, um, like you can you can do some yeah some night rides. You start um, with the sun kind of starting to set, and then just have wanna, some lights and we roll on out. Some random low key gorilla night rides, and some lights action when it gets warm, and just kind of rip around. We can keep a distance, but you can still see because the lights will you know, help you out a little bit. Uh-huh. I uh, I can. Neither confirm nor deny that I have done some of that myself on potentially above board land that in, in land that might or may or may not be in Mexico. So yes, no, yes, no. exactly. But uh, no, the, no we'll we'll get to all that in a minute. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you want to start? What do you want to? What do you want to start off with here? Specialized here. All I saw was their new rock hopper. Okay, and I'm not gonna lie, it looks sick. What other twenty twenty one bikes they have? Did yeah. they not? Did they not just release like a gravel hybrid of some kind, like a flat oh, bar, diverge? Oh, some, I'm sure something. Riley, I'm sure Riley loves that. <laughs> <laughs> Riley is still there. What happened? You break it? Oh, oh. Like he broke it. Mr. Riley has. It says it's connected. Oh, oh he has there left he goes. The building. He, he has, has disappeared. Well, so I mean. Let's keep it going here. Why not? Sure, I guess. Hopefully, he will return. Um, yeah, yeah. figure it out. Right, let's check it out. Um, haste and go. They have a, oh, the Diverge Pro Carbon. What is this? Is what you're talking about here? I if to be honest with you, Ed, I've seen it um, only on Instagram in passing uh, through Ooh, someone I follow who I believe has a job at Specialized. I don't actually know this person personally, but. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it looked like they had like a drop bar and a flat bar version. And to oh me, God. to me, the flat bar version looked comically similar to a regular <laughs> hybrid that has existed this... since 2000. <laughs> you yeah. know, what's what are your feelings on like drops for us? All right. I like flat bars. I don't want to have to go to drop bars. And I don't know. I mean, 
are they but be- like are they better would you have you used both do you have any preference you know? it, it's a shame riley cut out for this conversation because he's if he's listening he's probably chomping at the bit to answer this um there's so much rage here you know but it's it's in between it's honestly for me um each bicycle each wheel size i i actually do my best to not get tribal about it um i have you know <laughs> i have 29 plus mountain bikes that i quote unquote ride gravel on i have um you know i have the monsoon i have another bike called the pack rat the surly pack rat which i did as like a french oh, I've seen that a french randonneur type thing that's you know that's drop bars obviously that thing that you can do most of the by the letter of the law gravel on it by the definition of quote unquote gravel um but so you're an equal opportunity bikist yeah i think I don't know. In in my opinion, you know, it's either run the bike you have or N plus one. You know, there's there's no shame in showing up for any anything on any bike, in my opinion. And, you know, unless you're showing up on a, a 700 by 19 road bike from the 80s, you're going to have a tough time. Um, <laughs> Something you can like hurt on. Yeah, right? exactly. But, you know, yeah. you can really, again... Gravel's just what the marketing department calls it. You know, whoever, Rodale, bicycling, I don't know who, who really coined the term. I'm not into the history of it, but we're just, uh, we're just riding bikes. That, the marketing term is, oh my God. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I enjoy my drop bar bikes and I enjoy my flat bar bikes. I, I would say the drop bar bikes absolutely give you the illusion of more speed, if not factually. The illusion, um, if not maybe slightly. <laughs> and, yeah, and now, you know, there's actually the the changes to the design and logic behind drop bars are extensive. Um, yeah, I mean, you have the, now you have like the cow chippers or the flares on the sides basically out and giving you a different, like, you know, arm position that way too. Yes, um, exactly. I I can't, first of all, I can't, I don't even know if I could use drops as a flat, like on the top, because... It's such a narrow. I'm so used to having like an 800 mil bar now that anything smaller feels like it's a friggin' baby's toy, and it's just like I, I don't think I'll ever be in the tops because it's just going to be too twitchy feeling. Is that just is that? Um, I mean, is that something that happens or no? No, it's definitely it's something to consider. Um, like I tend to run when I do have a flat bar. I like to be way out there at like 800 plus myself. Um, yeah. but okay. drop bars, like, I don't know if it's cool to, to name brands or not, but this is how I know them. Uh, like, oh yeah, go nuts. Nobody sponsors. Okay. Us. We're not going to piss anybody. Off. Okay. Uh, sorry. It's just my ignorance of never being on a podcast before, but, um, basically, uh, <laughs> crust bikes makes a ton of wide drop bars or actually they, they, I think they have them produced by Nitto, which is, you know, they, I, I don't the even tire. know how long the they've tire. been around. I don't know if Nitto like automotive tires and Nitto bicycles are affiliated. That is a really good question, but I know they're in terms of the bicycle Nitto, it's a Japanese like ancient aluminum handlebar rack, uh, quill stem, like you name it, they make it pretty much. Um, but basically they produce for crust bikes, this bar called the Shaka. It's like S H A K K A or something like that. That's actually what I have on the monsoon. And that's a, I forget the exact measurement. I apologize, but it's, it's well over 50. Um, 
Whereas like your typical road bike probably has like what we used to think was a wide road drop was like a 44. This thing's okay. like a 56. And that's it. That's oh, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, not inches. It's not like I have seven foot wide uh, bars, but you know, it's, it's all metric. Um, but yeah, they're pretty stout. They're, they're pretty dang wide. Um, and then Salsa's Cow Chipper um, is another bar I have some experience with. Um, the ones I have were 46. Those are a couple years old. At the time, that was the widest they went. Now they're up yeah. around, like, I want to say they just released one that's like 52. Yeah. And I believe, I believe they're measuring that across the top. Like, at, Dear Lord. Yeah, at your hoods, I think, is where that measurement is taken. All right, so that's what I'm talking about right there. Yeah, and basically, for me, in, in all honesty, um, and this may be... Maybe this will make me a poser. Maybe it won't. You could almost 90% of the time, you could cut off my drop bars below my brake levers, and I would never notice the difference. Um, oh, so you're on the hoods a lot. Yeah, I, I tend to ride pretty much on the hoods. Um, yeah. Really not even on the top so much, but especially on the cow Fires chipper, kind of the especially on the cow chipper, um, those drops actually do come in handy. And again, it's, it's too bad Riley's in here because this is totally his wheelhouse. But um, I'm right here. I saw, oh, I heard, you are I here. Second. Excuse me. But being polite. No. <laughs> but basically, the the drops are for believe it or not, on a drop bar, you get in those low drops off road when things really start to get a little threatening. Yeah. Um, when you yeah. really want control of that bike, that's when you they're kind of the panic button in a way. The nice thing about like the drops oh, like is when you get pushed, when you get bumped forward in the drops, you. There's nowhere to go. Yes, exactly. You hit, you hit the end of the you drop. You you further into the drop. Whereas on a flat bar, listen up, all you flat bar lovers out there. Uh-oh. Yeah, right, Shots yeah. fired. Okay, they're not bad. They're not bad. Okay. On, on the flat bar, you hit a bump, you slip off the handlebar, and you're dead. Your front face, your your face is going. I've never, I, that, that's something I have never done. I have. It's, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's not possible, but I'm just saying maybe. I have done that. It went poorly. <laughs> it ain't my fault. Sorry about that. Yeah, eighty percent. Only eighty percent. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't, have, I don't have drops yet, so I don't know. Yeah, it's it's something worth we'll trying. You know, we'll get to that also later, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I need to try those. I need to try them out. I need to see how I, how I feel on an extended. Maybe I'll rent a bike from Spark. How's there you that? go. There you I'm go. Sure Riley would love to set that up. He loves so to. Uh, all, all I was okay um, doing errands for a few minutes. Um, did, <laughs> <laughs> did you guys chat about like what uh, what the point of the drop bars is? Um, it was it. We were basically just wishing that you were here because he was like, oh, drop bars are his bread and butter. Um, I was just basically curious about the, the width. We started out based on how wide they were and how they're growing. And then basically we just took from there to what you heard. You know? Yeah, I find like with the drop bars, just because they are that different shape, they don't need to be as wide yeah. as a mountain bike bar. I agree. But I, but I want 800 mil you wide just want drop the bars, too. Actually, <laughs> I, again, and I apologize. I guess I should have put, like, notes together or what have you. But um, there is, no, it's I believe the company is called, and again, I'm sorry to drop all these companies, uh, Curve Cycling, I believe is the name of the company. They make a bar. I think they're out of Australia. It yeah. is. We're looking for we're looking for sponsors. Curve Cycling. <laughs> I think they call it the Walmer. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I am obviously, I come from Check south of boston well, so forgive my accent so 
But uh, let's see what we got. Yeah, here. they make. I don't know how wide this thing is, but it is foolish. The Walmart bar. It, huh? it is foolishly wide. Let's oh, that's out. what I'm talking uh -huh. about. That is, What's the width on that? that is ridiculous looking. 60 cm. Oh, oh convert my. that from, from non, non moon language. Yeah, what the heck? So <laughs> I'm not. So it's only six. It, so it looks, look at it. It's 600 wide, basically where the hood, like where it curves. But it's and then wow, that's the five mil in the drop. At some point, five centimeters. Oh my! At some God. point, I will bring one of those to field on something guaranteed. So seven fifty uh, at the drop. Oh, this is there's, there's a curiosity on those bars, and I'm he looks ridiculous. <laughs> look at the photo. Do you look at the photo right now? I've I've seen it. it. It looks like when you get into those drops, it looks like you're about to take a snap for an NFL team. Like <laughs> I'm gonna live stream this this the photo of this guy right now because it looks absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I'm a fan of wide, but I guess maybe I'm not. <laughs> this looks ridiculous. So I think I think it is important also to acknowledge. And Tom, you might have a different thought on this, okay. um, but like I don't want to say there is such a thing as too wide because there isn't. But, no, not necessarily, yeah. Um, I do think that, like, say your shoulders are super narrow, you shouldn't be looking for a 60-centimeter bar. <laughs> like, there is still... <laughs> so especially on your, the thing... Build, the know? thing with, like, road or gravel bikes, as opposed to mountain bikes in general, is on a road or a gravel bike, you're kind of in the same position for a long time. Yes. Where uh, on a mountain bike, you're moving around a lot more. Um, you don't, you yeah. don't quite have to be like as comfortable on a mountain bike, if that makes sense, because you're always moving around. Yeah, and yeah. and really, you have long stretches at a time and just the same. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, on time on a gravel or a road bike, you're sitting. Yeah, you're settling in and just kind of grinding. Hence, for gravel. sure, yeah. I still would. I ah oh, man, I want to try those now. <laughs> anything, anything I, I, I apologize for uh, further damaging the uh, the budget. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I appreciate no. that. It looks like an L. Right? Yeah. I don't worry. Uh, Trump bucks are being well used to stimulate the economy. <laughs> um. Excellent. All right. So that should feed into a point later about gravelly stuff. Huh? Okay. Yeah. But there. Yeah. I guess. Long story short, the the takeaway from this is whether you're. You know, like we talked when Riley was doing his errands. Um, whether you whether you're on a hardtail, a hybrid that's been leaning against the wall in your garage, or whether you have an official, you know, uh, canyon whatever the hell it's called, gravel double handlebar monstrosity <laughs> thing, you can. Oh, that thing looks so. Cool. You can go ride gravel it. like it's 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 just there. If you you know, it's it's yeah. just riding your bike. It's they needed a name for it, so it's called gravel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, Riley really just hates like, flat bars. That's he all. does, but he has his reasons. And frankly, Riley, uh, to his credit, honestly, I would not own a bike like my Monsoon, nor would it be set up the way it is had I not met and befriended Riley. Um, so True. my life is enriched for his opinion. So definitely listen to him on the drop bar thing. Consider it, truly. And subscribe and listen to him on the Lift Talk podcast. Uh, <laughs> Saturday on NBC. I mean, 
after TG, we could be after TGAF and Friday. We can do oh, a Saturday morning like that before the, after the cartoons. There we go. The the one hour animated special. I still like my flats. Whatever. Yeah, no, like I said, I I, think I, uh, I, I that is an I important stupid, thing about. I have the stupid antlers on them now. The the Ergon GP five are actually awesome, but they do look absolutely ridiculous. They're the widest looking flats I've ever seen. Like it makes them look twice as large. <laughs> may I may I ask a personal question? Go are, shoot! Oh, are your antlers hung on the end of a riser type handlebar? It's uh, I think it's probably maybe 10, 20 Ooh. mil rise. Like. That is. So yeah, these things, it literally looks like a deer, but it's actually kind of comfy. I was shocked <laughs> to use it and be like, oh, okay, this is why people put up with how stupid this looks is because it feels this <laughs> oh, good. For, you know for I mean? sure, like, yeah. Um, it's like, it, it emulates what the drops on the hoods, I feel like, would be in the, in the crux of it. Yes, you know? I would actually say after riding drop bars off-road, I now kind of wish for bar ends. Um, but just so you know, when you go to a strange shop and they spy those little bar ends on the end of your oh. riser bar, they they I talk know. shit about you behind your back. You're getting the newbie. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Just it's Riley's like, hey, check out this friggin' guy. You know, there's there's a lot of unwritten fashion rules that uh, sh- that shop rats have, and that is a that is a cardinal sin for the for for the Catholic <laughs> listeners. That is a cardinal sin. Uh, <laughs> despite 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 the performance i found actually climbing it's useful having your hands out that much because you can kind of it's weird you can let the bike the bars kind of rotate it's an odd feeling climbing i was like uh, this makes it easier this, these are more useful this way it's weird. oh yes but but as so, any as any self-respecting cyclist will tell you uh no no <laughs> advantage or comfort is worth not being fashionable uh, <laughs> yeah so I mean, but what is that? What they, yeah, but then you eliminate the whole spandex crowd. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's, it's biking's all about biking's all about uh, not looking like uh, as dumb as possible. I feel like you know, as bright oh, yeah. and as ridiculous. Oh yeah, if you if you are not dressed like a <laughs> whitewater <laughs> kayak, you are you are messing up. <laughs> <laughs> accurate, accurate, good description. But but anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know. Try the drops. Don't try the drops, but enjoy it. Yeah, for sure. Ultimately, ultimately, it doesn't matter. Um, I I like drops. I think the from a practical standpoint too, the drops are always going to win. Um, but <laughs> yeah, probably. if if you don't like the drops and the drops are what's stopping you from going out for a ride, don't use the drops. <laughs> and <laughs> and I guess too, good- you know, flat bar really. There's actually, I guess, what we would call flat bars that are definitely not flat bars now like i just i just uh received shipment of a set of um tumbleweed persuader bars which are like these 800 mil like all steel these things should be on a scrambler motorcycle um like they are if i you know drilled out the little peg for a throttle group for a motorcycle they'd be fine um and oh those look sick they do look like an old yeah um and that's i mean is (laughs) See, is like that it. technically a flat bar anymore? Because it, with all the sweep and stuff it has, I guess really the only point I'm making is you get a ton of options in flat, in drop. Find something, you know, look it up. You know, I I use forums. Even you know, I I was a bike mechanic. I haven't been behind a shop counter in a long time, um, so I, I'm definitely not as well versed as someone like Riley. But 
you know, forums, uh, bikepacking.com, they always have great write-ups. That kid, uh, Pathless Pedaled. Um, no. Oh, I know. Yeah, I yeah, if, if you want to know about something, you can, you can definitely find, like, a real good opinion on, hey, what bars should I run? What tires? What pressure? Um, you know, down... T- Sometimes too many. Oh yeah! Many. It, on the same token, you can definitely get caught in a <laughs> in a loop, um, for sure. Like buying a, a loop. Uh, you see, that's a nice way to put it. I call it a shit. Oh, okay. Car, but I like All right. I, defin- that's probably. A I'm not sure I mean. if 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 anybody who knows me outside of the podcast is listening, they're probably wondering why I have like my customer service voice on because I, I wasn't I wasn't happens. sure I could happens. I could swear at all. So that's good to know. Um. <laughs> yeah oh yeah oh yeah i try not to uh we want a more natural feel despite how it may be for some uh certain sensitive all right all right yeah no no worries i uh listen, not a, customer, yeah, a customer but so feel free to flow you sounds know. good but riley you back uh you i did uh, uh does this well, sound okay, yeah, any better <laughs> it's louder it's louder yeah. what are you doing it's over definitely there, louder, yeah. Yeah. oh jeez i don't know what's up I thought it was you. I was ready to blame you and your internet connection, Ed. I mean, put it this way. I'm always ready to take the fall for something. <laughs> so if you want to blame me and just, you know, we can do it that way. Um, but yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, nice. I... Persuader bar. These things are crazy. They're big. Um, it's, they're great. Oh I God. Actually, now that, you, now that you say the rise, I just picked up. Um, it's funny how I keep falling into Rocky Mountain Project bikes. <laughs> I just picked up a 26-inch mountain bike for my friend Redford. Um, he set it up, and it's got some like high-rise pullback bars on it for like street, like, oh, like I don't know, some weird MTB. But the pullback is actually significant. I'm kind of like, I kind of like these. It looks like a was it a track lacrosse bike now with no brakes <laughs> on it. It's huh. ridiculous. Um, I'll have to send it, put a picture. No, there's there's um, there's definitely cool. room for the rise. Yeah, nice, there's yeah. definitely. Uh, yeah. It's, it used to be like a huge full pod uh, to have your flat bars sweep you know in other words curve back towards yeah. the rider but i don't know maybe i'm just getting old um but i i love it like it's <laughs> i rode those persuader bars if that's all I'm i, old I guess you, man worry. i don't know but um <laughs> you know it's they're great so you had the you yeah had the i actually i took my first ride on those bars yesterday morning um and awesome. honest honest it was uh it, you know they're a little beach cruisery at first especially the bike before that that i rode the previous day had drop bars on it so it was a few minutes of like whoa what am i doing um but you know they're they're comfortable as all hell frankly um i can definitely see you know their purpose is like a bike packing adventure you know what basically what we're talking about i guess they're in the wheelhouse um and after a while, once once kind of the the muscle memory of the drop bar faded, they were great. You know, I they're they're yeah. awesome. Definitely right. do not count out a uh, if you're going to stick with a flat bar, consider one of the you know the, the quote unquote weird ones with sweep. Um, there's a ton of options out there. <laughs> yeah, I love the quote unquote the weird ones. They do they, they look odd the first time, but then when I'm guessing what you're saying when you ride them, you, you're going to completely oh, yeah. forget about that. And comforts, comforts key. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just joking about the fashionability stuff. I mean, believe me, if, if your listeners could see me and if your listeners have seen me, they, they know exactly like, d- don't worry about fashion. Seriously. <laughs> just, just be comfortable. Just get out there. Screw it. You know? 
Um, I'm only teasing when I talk about your uh, bar ends and stuff like that. I think that that comes back to um, I saw. I think Ed, you shared this with me. Um, someone posted an article that was like, um, "Do we need gravel bikes? Isn't a hardtail mountain bike just as good?" And it's like uh. it's it's one of those things. Like, yes, like you can you can ride this gravel on whatever you want, um, and if you're comfortable on that mountain bike, go for it. Um, but I think this idea that they're the same thing or like a gravel bike is a watered down hardtail is not right. Like they're yeah. two different takes. They're definitely. Yeah, they are. Um, but um, I do think it's important to acknowledge that like if you have a mountain bike or it, like if you have a mountain bike or a cross bike or something that you just want to ride that, you, you don't necessarily need to go out and buy a new gravel bike. Like just yeah. just start riding this new stuff. I mean, that's it's true. Absolutely, <laughs> it is. It's yeah. tempting. Yeah. It's always tempting. That's why we're all here begging for sponsors. Really, it. <laughs> new stuff is fun. I, I agree with it. But yeah, you're right. Anything basically, get out there. It doesn't really. Yeah, matter. and I guess you know I, mean? I I I will take a shot in the dark and try to actually define what people mean when they say gravel. At least what I think they mean. And it's it's north yeah. of a cyclocross bike, but south of a hardtail. So mm, if you see okay. like a, I guess a good example is like walk through a shop and see like a salsa warbird, or say like a journeyman, something that has either like a seven hundred by forty tire on it plus, or a you know six fifty by forty five to fifty five ish, which is. I don't know the conversion offhand. It's like inch and three quarter to two point one kind of tire on it, maybe. Um, okay. You know, if you see a mountain bike with drop bars on it that doesn't have cantilever brakes, I guess that is a modern gravel, quote unquote, bike. Quote unquote. At least, yeah, the quote unquote, the quote unquote. I mean, it's. I guess is it. There really is a category, but I guess it's kind of broad enough that it encompasses so many different types of bikes that can be kind of considered. Yeah, well, yeah, it's... like you know what I mean. There's been so many videos lately that I've seen on YouTube too, where people are kind of like, "Is a hard time to be basically the same as an entry level gravel bike?" You know what I mean? Like, and I don't think there's ever been a definitive answer. Yeah, anybody, and especially you know? I, I gotta say, um, I really lost over in terms of N plus one. I really lust over like these '90s rigid 26-inch bikes with candy brakes that people are doing over with drop bars and stuff. You guys gotta stop, stop <laughs> posting that crap. You guys gotta stop. Oh man, gotta stop they look so good with drop bars on them. I can't fit uh, in the bike. It's, like, it's uh, that's it. that's a serious problem for me. That's gonna that's gonna come to a head at some point when the when the economy resumes itself, Ooh. hopefully. <laughs> um, <laughs> resumes resumes. Hopefully, sometime. Yeah, but the, yeah, they just you know, and I guess further muddying the water. We're definitely we're raising more questions than we're raising answers. But uh, anything is a gravel bike, I guess. Um, even though I just claimed to define it, uh, I guess. I guess yes. <laughs> Five twenty yes, no. years ago. <laughs> so I'll tell you, like my yeah. my first um, like quote unquote gravel bike, bike experience. Um. And uh, if my dad is listening, please turn off the podcast right now. Uh-oh. Um, 
I was Uh-oh. out. Uh, I was out riding bikes. my dad's road bike because he was letting me borrow it. I didn't have a road bike at the time. Uh, Full on speed play pedals, and um, I rode by this trail system, <laughs> and I said, "Huh, let's let's try this." <laughs> so I went in there. It was a blast. Uh, it was twenty. I was on twenty three mil tires uh, on like Rolf high tension wheels. Uh, it was a bad idea. Oh yeah. Um, and fortunately for me, at the first split in the trail, I was like. I probably shouldn't be doing this, so I turned around and went back. But that was my first, like, like, Aww. yeah. No. More painful well, uh, okay, I so mean, again, end, you know? this is my second warning, Dad. Please turn off the <laughs> the podcast. Turn the volume <laughs> down now. But yeah. it was it was probably like a week or two later when I was sitting in the living room with a bike hanging on the wall beside me, and I heard a really loud crack. Oh God! And I said, "What the heck was that?" And Spoke I went over. Uh yeah, the the hub <laughs> flange, the hub flange had had cracked. Oh, yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> so, oh my god! Yeah, while you were just sitting there, the bike yeah, was hot. not being ridden. Oh uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I swear to God, I, I, so I didn't touch I it. Don't it just happened. Think that it was because of that one short little Can't ride on that time. trail. However, they did happen pretty close to each other. <laughs> And and I guess in in Riley's defense and at yeah. the cost of a potential sponsor, it's it's hard to believe we don't see Rolf wheels more often now, huh? I mean, with, <laughs> you know, eight. Bit... Why not take thirty two <laughs> spokes and make it six? Shout out to our sponsor. What Rolf, could possibly Rolf go wheels. wrong? <laughs> Get yourself a pair of the new what a, Rolf Vector Pros. Oh yeah. And while you're at it, some some spinergies. Some spinergies. But anyway, Revex. All that to say. <laughs> That was my first like, like <laughs> if if you're gonna do it on a road bike, go ahead. Who oh cares? yeah. Um, just know that there are some drawbacks to that. Um, like no, know, know your limits. I think is the biggest thing. Um, but I, I it comes up a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah. financial limits, and yeah. physical because <laughs> you know stuff oh, stuff's gonna break if you're if you're having fun. Stuff is gonna break. Um. Oh, you're talking to the right. Oh my god! I, that twice. I, literally <laughs> I was gonna say, I, I freaking touched. You know, I've, I've seen pedal, the, the you know, uh, so. Instagram posts about like suspension cap rebuilds and worn out pedals, and yeah, yeah, it it yeah. happens. Yeah, I so think the other but, the yeah, other interesting uh, part about this whole gravel bike versus hardtail thing is um, that like if you compare a hardtail from I don't know. Even like five, maybe ten years ago, to a gravel bike today, the gravel bike is the better bike. Like it, it can handle even the yeah. mountain bike stuff. Yeah, like the geometry true. is better, the brakes are better. Everything about that bike is more capable, even in like single track. Oh yeah, yeah. That old Marin you have is sick, but it would probably get destroyed by any of the yeah. bikes. Yeah. yeah. I actually made the joke to Riley uh, the other night when he put the picture of that Marin up. Now, this is a, in its day, like a full suspension. And there was a time, I guess I'm dating myself here. Sick. There was a time so when if it sick. had a rear shock, it was a downhill bike. And this is kind of from that era. Um, but I'm pretty sure I have a Soma Wolverine, a Gen 1 Soma Wolverine, which is, it looks like an old Shogun, but with disc brakes. Um, it is a quote-unquote gravel bike. I think that bike has a more slack head angle 
<laughs> than his full suspension, <laughs> quote unquote, downhill Marin. It was a um, different time. They oh, were it was, uh, yes. <laughs> it's a, a yeah, simpler time. The nineties mountain bikes are beautiful. Uh, undeniably, some of the most beautiful, most artistic bikes ever made, and they ride like shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, like I found the old. My first one was ish was a brand new, actually nearly mint, uh, rock mm-hmm. hopper, a hard rock specialized. Oh my god! I mean, as much, as nostalgic as it is, uh, that thing is brutal to ride like on the trail. You know what I mean? Like there was no, it was a hard steel. Oh yeah, and the other thing like, too was just, fill your tires oh, up to the oof. max for. Apparently, back then it was the least rolling resistance to oh, yeah. ride on concrete tires, and now it's actually like air them down. Like it's it's dune buggy style. I think it's kind of crazy that the '80s bike boom ever happened, uh, because bikes were such a misery to ride. <laughs> <laughs> they were so trash. I remember growing up, there was such like you literally had to figure out how to work on a bike, or you weren't riding because those th- every day something it's something like cha- whose chain just fell off again? Like oh, who who just cut their finger off trying to screw mm-hmm. out their chain ring again? Like you know what I mean? Like. Uh, it's we've come so far where I can I mean I complain, but I'll literally go rides between for weeks and nothing, and I wail on that thing with no issues. You know what I mean? Like obviously it chunks and blah 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 whatever, but it's no, the reliability has come a long way. I mean, sure it's SRAM at the end of the day, <laughs> but still. You know what I mean? Shout That's out another... to our other our other two sponsors. <laughs> oh yeah. That's another <laughs> yeah, right? kind of argument uh, is like, you know, the SRAM and Shimano, it's it's Ford and Chevy, but bicycles, it's whoever's screaming the loudest is kind of the person you just want to scooch away from on either side is really, in my opinion, anyway. I'm sure I just alienated both halves <laughs> of your audience, but whatever. Yeah. So I want to take, I wanna take a brief pause from our, like, gravelly discussion. For station to identification. To station <laughs> identification. This is yeah. W. Uh, Ed ry or something <laughs> keep going keep going yeah, it's pretty good um, have, have we chatted no, what do you, you want to jump while to? i was running my first or second set of errands did you chat about the news at all ed uh no we started off with that and then we skipped ahead to bars because we were looking at the yep. diverge yeah okay that came okay up, so um so, all right so I like their new rock. Is it a rock hopper? So yeah. So I the interesting part that I found about this, and they're the only company that I know of that's doing it so far. Um, Through the rumor mill, what I had heard is because all of their 2020 bikes are so back ordered, um, they're effectively um, airlifting or otherwise trying to get their 2021 bikes into the country before their 2020s even land. Uh, so they blow. Are they blowing out twenty twenty? Uh, so are they blowing out? I'm. I'm sure. So the twenty twenty bikes are still back ordered to hell. Um, huh. But I think <laughs> that's insane. I don't know if they have these twenty twenties are still going to be coming in or what. Um, but it's an interesting. This is yeah. this is part of the reason why we're seeing like that diverge and the rock hopper re- released like what two days apart, um, which is pretty. That's pretty crazy in the bike yeah, industry to quick, be seeing. Right? um that especially across disciplines like that it's it's a little weird um but that's i thought that was a cool it it might be totally inaccurate um but that's what i had heard through the rumor mill um through the grapevine through the grapevine. um 
so it's it's interesting that they're that that's their take on it because I'm sure that's costing them quite a bit of money to be doing something like that. But um, oh my god, they, everyone's if they're doing that kind of stuff, yeah. Like that, um, the other piece of news um, that I don't think we mentioned last time. I think it was a development um, since last time. Is um, we have at least in Massachusetts. Um, cities uh, suspending all organized events through Labor Day. Uh. <clears throat> um, so that's, I believe, the only ones I know about so far are Boston New Be- and New Bedford. Um, but that's like, their yeah. their main point is about like parades and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's any yeah, event. So um, you're going to see cycling events are going to have to start um, making decisions on that kind of stuff. Um, obviously, obviously a a lot of that is going to come down to the locality that it's in. So different towns are going to come up with their different ideas of that. But, um, at least, at least in those bigger communities, it looks like we're in this for the long haul as far as not having any events whatsoever. I have to say, I mean, and this is totally off cuff based on, I guess, nothing, just a gut feeling, (laughs) but... It, uh, you know, my opinions are not representative of Absolutely anywhere nothing. you may see me hanging out. Um, but, you know, if, if you were planning on going to an event in 2020, it's dust. Uh, I just, you know, if, 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 you, if you gave someone dust. 70 bucks on Bike Reg, like, sorry, I think, personally. <laughs> um, like, I, you know, I signed yeah. up for... Uh, I signed up for Rasputitsa. I signed up for the Raid Rockingham. Um, you know, a, a couple others. Like, and you know what? Frankly, it it doesn't shock me at all to see those. I mean, they canceled the Pan Mass Challenge. I heard through the grapevine. Yes. Which, again, if, yeah, you're, that, if you're Pan not Mass in Challenge, is all virtual. Yeah. This if here. Uh, you know, on honestly, UT, love the way. event. Love the organizers. Oh, no, would never say a bad word about them, but. That thing is like being in a fight for 40 straight miles. <laughs> like, literally, it is going the distance with Ali if you are from a relatively Especially last area. year. Oh, yeah, last year was, uh, we, it, we had hail, we had rain, a little bit of snow, and honest to God, then the event started. <laughs> like, that was at the start line. Yeah, but now... We had hail, and, and Riley, <laughs> Riley of all people, if you've never ridden with Mr. Riley Newton... There is nothing in the world he will quit for. There could Godzilla could be on the horizon, um, walking towards you, and he will say like, "Okay, let's go." Uh, and just he actually looked at me, and granted, I have no witnesses, but he actually looked at me and said, "Tom, if you really want to leave, we can't." And he was interrupted by the blowhorn uh, to take off. And we both just kind of went. Ugh, That's and amazing. Proceeded to just <laughs> die slowly. If, for if four I remember correctly, hours. the the start had been delayed by like ten or fifteen minutes already. And I I believe I said, um, if if it's another ten or fifteen, uh, we're out of here. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, we were just standing in the hail. At that oh yeah, point. it was brutal. Uh, that's actually surprising to hear because he's usually someone that's like, I know that I'll, I'll either have to die. <laughs> Um or blackout to yes <laughs> oh yeah he's not turning around like he's not going like <laughs> we need to keep going basically so there's been so many times where I'm like I need to stop and I was like well this isn't <laughs> happening so I might as well just 
maybe if I die, I'll get lucky. Oh, yeah, and, I'll, and it's stop that. You know what I mean? But yeah, he's it not. Was, he's uh, not and don't get me wrong. Around, like yeah. I am not knocking the. You know, you can't help the weather. Um, and that's really that's what you're signed up for. They they wouldn't <laughs> call it Rasputitsa. You know, the the thing that won World War Two for Russia, pretty much. Uh, they wouldn't name it after that if they weren't expecting a little inclement weather. So you really. You got your money's worth if you did it last year, basically. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was the entire point of the entire race, I guess, right? I mean, oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, I, I apologize for getting us sidetracked, but I just think if, if, if you paid someone to ride in a big, huge group, uh, this, this isn't your year, and it's really, that's really no one's fault. I mean, who even I thought, leading up to this like I, I work construction in boston uh by day you know like i watched that city yeah. drain out uh in the end of february early march i watched traffic lights in downtown boston massachusetts in the year 2020 i watched four directions of traffic lights turn red and turn green for no cars in the middle of the week it was terrifying dude the first time you get into square, oh yeah like was, on time you, you know, know I mean, if you want no to. one could have predicted or, what ended up happening no, no one. It's crazy. Um, so it is what it is i think i think organized events 2020 is going to be a tough year um but all the more reason it is to it is. get in the woodshed you know ride your swift uh sharpen up those those bike handling skills or maybe get out and do some gravel do you know Try something new. So, so I want I want to bring this up though, because I know Tom, you have used this in the past. Uh oh. I know a lot of people like use like they take an event, they say this is going to be my event for the year, and they use that event as their motivation to get out to ride, to like train, to get in, to get miles in, to get up to a certain mileage count that they want to do. Um, for instance, I know a lot of people who do PMC that Pan Mass Challenge. Um, they're like, this is my one big ride of the year and I have to train for it. I have to put in miles and that's, what's getting them out on the bike. So how, how do you keep getting out on the bike without having Hmm. that as a motivation? Do you just push it to next year? Well, I think there is some of that is, is knowing that, you know, this too shall pass ultimately. Um, I'm not downplaying what is going on. Um, it's scary and it's terrible. But, you know, for the lion's share of all of us, this is another, you know, hiccup in our story of life. Um, So you can push an event to next year. You can think about the future. Um, Personally, I'm doing a little bit of that. But I'd also, I would ask the listener a question. Why did you start riding in the first place? Because I can guarantee you, the first time you rode a bicycle you didn't know what the pan mass was. You didn't know what Rasputita was, you know. Um, why? Why did you start? Yeah. Because it's fun. Because it's beautiful. Because it's, you know, how can you not describe why cycling is fun to someone? I guess you'd have to be kind of a, I guess, just a strange cat to not see, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you get on two wheels and you kind of, like, you're falling but not going forward down the street. <laughs> Um, it's, it's like, I don't know, to me, it's, it's like pseudo magical. It's, uh, you know, and, and people who know me, like 
I'm not fast. I'm never, I can train as hard as I want. I can take more drugs than Lance Armstrong could ever bring to field in his whole life. And I will never win a thing, but you'll see me. You know what I mean? Or maybe you won't because I'm, I'm hiding on power lines and going at night and wearing camouflage and crap now. But um, Okay, so let's yeah, <laughs> let's get into that He's eaten now. by a bear. Because okay. that's, that's – so let's, let's go, Ed. Let's what? get into it. What do you want to get into here? So, I, Ed, I know Ed has started doing this into? a fair amount, and I want to hear from both of you. But um, I think, Tom, you have a lot of experience with this. No pressure. Um, and you've probably been, and a lot of people have been trying to do this lately. Oh boy. Um, how do you find, um, like, how do you find these places that no one is? Cause I think that's, that's important these days is the other day I was sitting around like, oh, I want to go for a ride. But the places that were closest to me were Massasoit, which is going to be busy mm -hmm. there, uh, Betty's Neck, which is probably going to be busy. Um, so how, how do you find these places that no one's going to be? Um, and, um, how do you determine if that no trespassing sign is for you or not? <laughs> huh. Well, exactly. There no, you go. Uh, I didn't All see right, a Ed's sign got back the there. What are you talking about? So I, that's that crazy. One. First, first and foremost, uh, obey oh all God, state and local so laws. Um, I yes. will, I will say that, you know, uh, you gotta, oh, you gotta kind of do you, um, Man, I guess. Person. First off, it's it's not it's not a bad thing that more people are suddenly out enjoying the outdoors. At its core, it is yeah. not a yep. bad thing. We are kind of trashing it, and there's. I feel like if you go to a state park right now, you'll understand why. I don't want to come off as like these elitist cycling jerks. I think um, I think more than anything, it's just something to be aware of. Yes, and it's it's just you know who would have thought? Like who would have thought? Like yeah, exactly. somebody breathing on you could kill you. Um, it's just not a problem I ever expected to face in real life. I don't know. Like you know, when I was a kid growing up in the early '90s, like it seemed like quicksand was going to be a way bigger problem than someone breathing <laughs> on me. Uh, you know, from all the cartoons and crap I watched. But um. But I guess how to, how to avoid human beings, especially in a densely populated area. I guess what is the when you want to go for a ride, what is the first place that occurs to you? If you live in this area, it's probably Massasoit. Um, somewhere with a very well-maintained trail system, good access to parking, um, you know, fun, challenging trails. But the problem is, is if it's the first thing to occur to you, it's the first thing to occur to every other person who wants to go outside as well. So, so that said, um, exactly and we touched it. on, Ed, you hit it right on the head with times a day. I understand there's not morning people. I understand there's people who don't want to take the risk of riding at night. If you're going to ride during the day, I've found recently, um, you know, the road is a somewhat decent option. Believe it, yeah. I know, and I know this is Lift Talk podcast, Ooh. but your mountain, your mountain bike also works on the street. And <laughs> another thing, it, contrary to what all the magazines will tell you, it is physically <laughs> possible to pedal a knobby tire down the street. Um, but not only that, but it can be. Oh yeah, and street not street twenty nine. And a big part of really of the type of cycling I do, and we'll call it gravel, but we all know better. Um, is you're gonna have sections of pavement connecting dirt sections that's that's just a fact of life like your your driveway is paved and so is your street and 
you know, if even if you got to ride a mile or two only to get on some off-road stuff, um, you know, you're going to have to get on the road at some point. So I guess really when you're on the road, have you ever looked to your left or right, even if you're driving and gone, man, I wonder where that double track goes. Because Massachusetts, especially this part of the state, is full of that stuff. Oh, absolutely. Um, and it's it's one of those things where, like, constantly. hey, listen, if you can see the siding of a house through the trees, it's probably not a good place to just march yeah. in <laughs> on your bike. Um, <laughs> if it's super well or aggressively posted, yeah. you know, <laughs> you're you're really, you know, don't be stupid, I guess, on the same token. But, like, you know, if if you're riding down the street and you know for a fact in your hometown that there is nothing but, you know, kind of like just random wetland, wasted land, or even like a conservation area, you know, take, take a little spin on the trail. I'm not saying shred the thing or go build dirt jumps or anything. Certainly don't do that. Um, but, you know, most, most people, realistically, most Certainly people are not that. ultra mega upset to see a regular person on a bicycle as they would be if you were, you know, four guys on quads tearing it up um and then speaking of the the moto people they tend to you know there you'll you'll encounter them on power lines um any sort of like wasted semi-industrial land like like next to near where i live there's all kinds of like dpw buildings that are next to certain cranberry bogs um and that land you know people wave to you um, as far as I know, some of it is technically public, like town land. I see people fishing. Um, I think that's another thing too, is if, if you see a few people like at a distance, you're in good shape because the guy fishing, it, I guess too, it's, it's sort of like a game of chess or, yeah. or like a tier system. If there are motorcycles riding on the same stuff you're riding on, um, chances are you're not the biggest problem. If there are people harvesting, yeah, if, if there are people harvesting wildlife You're not gravelly fishing enough. on the land that you are riding a bicycle on, you are not that land's biggest problem. Um, and again, are you, are you still yeah. kind of an illegal, not so hot area? Sure. But if there's a ton of people using this land and they're not getting in trouble, there's a really good chance you're going to be all right. Um, and, you know... I guess, too, that said, like, do not take anything I say as legal medical advice. Um, I have not, these statements, yeah, these, well, so these statements for, have not been evaluated not, by the I FDA. I am not a bike lawyer. Or the UCI. For the people, for the I, people that are, like, I only know like what I'll do is, because you, you said, yeah, you look off to the side and there's, like, a double track or there's, like, a single track off to the side. You're like, oh, and what I'll do is I'll kind of take a note of that on my ride. I'll come home. And I'll pull open the map. Yes. And I'll you start looking at the map. You start looking at the Google Maps. Uh, you pull up Strava. Yeah. Start looking at the Strava maps. See if anyone's written in there. Um, Strava and uh, Google and Garmin maps now have a fair amount of trails like built into them. Um, so that's trails. That's double track. That's dirt roads. So you can kind of start to look at those. Um, if they're not on there, that's great. That means you found a spot that's even less well known. Um, if you're, yeah, exactly. Now you can either, you either Jack just like tear in there and kind of see what's up. Um, try not to get lost. Try not to like scare any, 
anybody who's living there or something. Yep. And that, that, <laughs> um, that can if, happen. That is a real yeah, possibility. If, and if if you are nervous about that kind of thing, um, I discovered um, through like event People planning type stuff, um, there's there's a website, there's a Massachusetts website where you can see who owns everything in the state. Perfect. So you can you can zoom in on that map and compare that map and say, oh, this piece of land is actually owned by this guy, or this piece of land is actually owned by the town, or this piece of land is a public easement. And you can see all that stuff on a map. It's all I, I wish I had the um wish I had the uh Yeah, let me let me see. Just map um, and even like Massachusetts interactive property map. Right, it'll find Mass it out. Mass GIS. Bang. Um and it's this really cool, like you zoom right into where you want to go, you click on the piece of land that you want to know whose it is, um, and it tells you, oh, this piece of land has not been owned for 30 years, or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and that that can be really cool to just be like, okay, so I know that I'm totally safe here, or oh, I know that this is cutting it a little close to this. Yeah, that's... <laughs> oh, I think Riley See, has You guys have such approach. an elegant kinda, approach. Yeah, like... I... Mine is like, mine is basically like, where do I hate to ride? What ride? <laughs> what places suck shit to ride in and makes me hate myself? <laughs> because no one else is going to be riding there because it's not out of their goddamn minds. Like, hey, let's go ride Freetown on my Ritmo AF, right? Like, that sounds like a great recipe for a super disaster fun in some rock garden. Well, it's a place, like, it's just a place like, like Freetown. No one's going to be out yeah. there. I mean, maybe like, Matt Bedford, you know, what I mean? like, somebody, like it's not in normal. Uh, it's us and psychopaths. Even you know if it's crowded, how crowded can you make that? Much yeah, Freetown. Space? Freetown is one of those places that's just so big yeah, that it works out. Um, same with Standish, I would imagine. I mean, here I am, that's... having not been to many of these places uh, in recent times, basically since the apocalypse began. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, for, for my mountain biking, those two places around here things. are the two places. That I would uh, that come to the top of my head is Freetown and Miles Standish, just because they are bigger. Yes. I was at Standish the other day. It was awesome. I tried to do <laughs> one of the old uh, MotoX trails, and I regretted my life. But if it's cleaned up, yep. it could it's, be an um... awesome little mini enduro trail. Highly recommend. Yeah. So that's I guess that's my approach right there. Simple in a nutshell. Go to the most remote crap you can find and go yeah and it's you know you do you do kind of when you get into these gray areas you know plausible deniability is great but there is a chance for confrontation um i really can't in good conscience sit here and recommend anyone ignore postings no um have have i ignored them maybe not um, depending on <laughs> plead the fifth, plead the yeah, fifth. Depending on basically what Riley said with his, um, you know, his <laughs> satellite research, um, kind of getting a lay of the land first, knowing like, is this thing just sitting out here in these woods for someone who probably, I guess, you know, a big thing too is a lot of those signs are really meant, again, for someone else at heart. Um, like they're really meant for someone potentially hunting someone, you know, looking a party, not that they're the same users, um, someone on, you know, uh, some renegade on a quad or what have you, that sign is really there to keep trouble out is a bicycle 
trouble per se. Someone looking to just go get. Oh, some I hair. think so. Uh, oh, there are there are some who would. Um, you know, I've been. <laughs> I got actually. Uh, I'm I'm sure this gentleman has passed away long since now. I was a young young kid. I was about nine years old. My family had just moved to Rainham. That's where I grew up. Uh, speaking of Massasoit, kind of circling back, and my cousin and I, uh, who was old enough to drive, we. I took my very first bike from a bike store to Massasoit, a Trek 820 2000 model. Um, and we Massasoit, and we ended up getting lost on the left side of the park. And we came out in a, that bog is still there, an adjacent set of cranberry bogs. Um, and we were chased out of there by a team of dogs and a John Deere Gator. Like, nice. like Fury Road style. Like, not even, hey, we're lost, can you help us with? It was just, you know, drummers on the back of the truck and everything, like full-blown Mad Max. I swear there was a guy with a flamethrower guitar and everything. Um, so confrontation is possible, and it won't always be friendly. So definitely, like, keep your wits about you. Be smart, I guess. Um, I know that's such a broad blanket statement, but be smart. If, if, if you don't act like a jerk nine times out of ten... You won't be treated like a jerk. Um, you know, if, and if a landowner does confront you, if, you know, if you find yourself wandering on to something private, definitely, you know, be apologetic. Be, yeah. you know, hey, man, I'm just looking for the street. Um, I can tell one story. I know I've been kind of rambling for a few seconds here, but when I first moved to my town, I, I live in a town called East Bridgewater, Mass., so kind of out, kind of Plymouthy. Hanson-y sort of way, if anybody knows, like sort of a Route 3 kind of town, put it that way, uh, for those of you from the South Shore. Um, actually, on there's a section of the power lines near me that is, I guess, owned. the land is owned by a local farmer and leased to National Grid, and one of his fields is right up against these power lines. And uh, this is, I couldn't have been in... in my current dwelling more than like three weeks. It was one of my first rides going like, all right, let's figure this out. And uh, this truck comes flying down the power lines head on with me. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking like, ah, crap, like here we go. So I, I pull to the side and this, this gentleman comes up, you know, next to me. And uh, the only thing he said, I, I began speaking before he could yell at me. I just said, Hey man, I'm sorry. I'm new in town. Just looking for places to rock. And, before I could even finish my sentence, um, he just said, have you seen any motorcycles around here? And that was, that was it. All he cared about was apparently some kid on like a 150 flew by him. And all he cared about in the world was catching this kid on a motorcycle. So that kind of, and again, I know I've been saying a lot. I know I've been a lot of information and most of it is just opinion. But that man could have cared less about the dorky 30-year-old guy with the neon helmet and the orange bike, clearly just out for a ride. All he cared about was, you know, again, a different tier. Um, if you're riding yeah. where moto people ride, there's a really good chance that you're not the most hated person there, which is too bad for the moto people because, you know what? They... So I, had, um, I had a similar experience in Plymouth on some power lines. I was riding along. Um, I was like 30 miles into a 40 mile ride and I saw this environmental police truck coming down the power lines. It's like, all right, here we go. <laughs> Always encouraging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, 
but yeah, he rolled up, rolled down his window. How you doing? What's up? What are you up to? Uh, just riding. He's like, all right, goodbye. Yep. Like it was, it was, he was, it was the nicest, like simplest, easiest, uh, little experience, um, little interaction. And I was like, all right. Um, the, the flip side, like, yeah, he was definitely, cause I know that that section of power lines is pretty well used by, um, dirt bikes and ATVs. Mm-hmm. So he was definitely prowling for them. Um, they don't care about the, people on bikes. You know what I mean? Like they see them out there. It's, it's like we're struggling. Yeah. Hill. Like who cares? It's yeah. The, so, so yeah, far, exactly. So far, so good so, anyway. I've, I've never the, been recently. Anyway. The other, yeah, I've never the had other part of nailing that interaction, I will say is looking as sad and uh, dejected as you possibly can after climbing a hill. Yes, they will. That pity card <laughs> is, is super handy. Breathe as heavy as possible. Because it, yeah. it was when I encountered this environmental police officer, it was raining a little bit. And I'm sure he was like, I better not keep this kid here for too long or he's going to catch hypothermia and die. Yeah. And, <laughs> and just pull the slightly sad, apologetic face. And that's going to be on me. I don't want to deal with that paperwork. <laughs> exactly. That paperwork. And let's just let's just be real. I mean, you know, we're all we're all kind of old old bullshitters from massachusetts at least you know i think our local your local listeners will get this throw a street name out like like if it's if it's looking kind of iffy just hey do you know the way to chestnut i'm friggin lost like (laughs) and and i mean granted if if you are 10 miles from the nearest human being in any direction that's going to be a tough one to uh to really you know defend but you know, plausible deniability. I think I'm using that term right, uh, but like, I'm not just, a lawyer again. Just like, <laughs> hey man, I'm friggin' lost. Like, what do you have to lose at that point? You know what I mean? That's an interesting um, take. I'm more of like a. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know I couldn't do that. You but know, the, like, but uh, the trick is the trick is be, though. Definitely, right. if if you are confronted, like that that area is bust. Um, if yeah. you are genuinely confronted. And someone is unhappy with you, like it is. It should. Yeah, it should be the gentleman's agreement that hey, don't screw that's around. Ga- here the gen- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just like I, I hate to say it, like because it's so simple and kind of like it's it's like what you tell a second grader. But the golden rule: just don't yeah. don't do unto others what you would not like done unto you. You know, um, if you're out there and you say, you know, f you. Um, I'm riding my bike. I'm going for my KOM. Because you'd be surprised, actually, how many of these far-flung places still manage to make it on Strava. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, just just be a person to someone if they, if they confront you. Um, and that said, too, I know we've been kind of ragging on the moto people. I do want to get out there. I do want to make sure that it goes on record that, like, I've never had a bad interaction with a moto person when I've seen them. In fact, they usually seem kind of shocked. Um, at least on like the, the more gnarly, like the, some of the lines, the power lines that are out towards like Standish, um, like Plimpton, that kind of area, you know, where it gets really sandy and really like up and down a lot of elevation. I had like six quads go by me one time and basically one of them kind of just yelled like, you are right. As I like <laughs> pulled to the side and let him go. And I just gave him a thumbs up and he gave me a thumbs up and that was that, um, you know, I don't know, man, it's. As as far as the motos go too, I I'm always super appreciative of them in in cases like this because in a lot of these areas they are the ones maintaining the the trail or the double track yes. or the power lines sometimes too. Um like in particular 
um, there's some areas of Freetown where if there were not moto users, you would not be able to ride that stuff. Yes. Um, and it's it, like... It Maintaining is... might be a stretch. Um, Basically, just they, some... oh, 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 what do you know? They just leave the, the, the logs over the trails and ride over everything because they can. <laughs> so, I mean, like, what, if what you want to say maintaining time, it, like, what they, they do the a trail. lot of the time is exact, they, they go around it. Yeah. So, they, they just make a way around it, which is more than nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll give you that. But maintaining but, like, is kind of a stretch. That is another thing where if you're looking for a place to ride, look for moto tracks. Yes. Because if you can find those moto tracks, like they're going somewhere and they're doing something out there and they might be just going out and doing a loop. They might be cutting through. Um, but I find following like moto and quad and dirt bike tracks a lot of the time pays off. Absolutely. Oh my god! Agree. Be careful who it's be care be careful who this is coming from. Okay, like <laughs> I th that's another thing. Know your source. Okay, because what is Riley saying? Hey, it's great. It'll be a blast. Might make you literally <laughs> hate your life. Half the <laughs> so hey. just be hey 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 hey, hey, <laughs> hey tell me tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh... So my my advice is to be ready for a slog if you need to. But yes. be ready to also yes. be highly rewarded. It's a high risk, yes. high reward scenario. That's all. Well, so. you're, yeah, you're, that's fair enough. you're riding for fun. And then when it becomes a slog, you're brushing up on skills and fitness. So what's, exactly. what's not to love? What's not to love? And granted, like, you know, I've been riding with Riley. What do you think? Like three years, four years now? Something like that. It's you know, it's it's been. He's a still minute. doing it too. Yeah. that's crazy. And it's, you know? it's been a well, minute. not right now. No, no, <laughs> I haven't. I haven't seen him except. Uh, Goddamn Rona. Yeah, going to the bike store is like talking to the mouth of Sauron now, basically. Um, <laughs> you know, who among you has authority to treat with me? But anyway, <laughs> um, like I've seen him from thirty-ish feet away, but yeah. you know, we've been riding a hot minute, and uh, I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> Nice. Um, oh, it, it, no, I'm gone. I'm done. I lost my train nice. of thought. I am so sorry. It happens. Yeah, it happens. that's going to be, yeah, I can think of a few friends who are going to listen to this and really roast me for that one. Ooh, <laughs> uh, hope, hope shout out to uh, Brian Gravito. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this would be funny if it was live. We should, we should broadcast these on Twitch from now. Oh, cool. This is not live. So maybe, we should, maybe just we should do that. Yeah. Kill my whole train of thought right there. Oh no! Uh, nothing's that, getting cut out. Come on, that's we not don't getting, have that's that not, kind of editing budget. That's not. That's not getting. Well, this is out. this um, is my first podcast, so give me a. I get a bike. I get a bike today. Yeah, I get another bike today. I get a project. I get it. I somehow, yeah, like I said, I somehow keep finding Rocky Mountain what? project bikes. It's a Rocky Mountain. It's a twenty-six air Rocky Mountain. Perfect. Uh, hardtail with like a a dirt Rockshox dirt fork and like some weird bars with no brakes, and it's a. I think it's a seven-speed free hub. Nice. So it's just single set up as a single speed now. So I'm I'm gonna mention this for um our listeners and also for Tom yes. because I haven't told him about this yet. Um Ooh. we are gonna have an upcoming episode about um retro bikes. Ooh. Um and yes. uh you yes. will be invited back, Tom, because I know that uh you have a soft spot for those. I do but we're we're saving that for the next we're we're not doing that now. This episode, we got plenty of Corona time. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly, an, an indeterminate <laughs> amount of free time, which yeah, which is uh, yeah. yeah, depending on which the, is uh, great, I guess. Depending on the parameters <laughs> yeah. in which you get a, a month or it two sucks. off, it's really not as fun as uh, as it sounds what on paper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, 
I think we'll kind of start wrapping up a little bit. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, this one is one question. One last sure. question here. Recommend me some cheap hydraulic. Bro. I'm looking at Shimano MT M three fifty MT two hundreds set is like eighty bucks for hydraulic brakes. Yeah, you Shimano really you really can't there, go wrong right? with I'm, Shimano. You really eh, can't. Eh, eh. Ooh, so Riley, so Riley, my yeah. my take for budget hydraulic brakes is always going to be Tektro. Really? Ooh, I'm looking at Tektros. They're they're yeah, cheaper. I have them on my one. I, I don't know. I like the Tektros. I feel like at least. Um, from the factory, they always feel a little nicer to me. Um, they don't seem to need to be bled as much as the lower-end Shimano's do, which is a shame, but that's that's my experience with them lately. So he knows, because he's right. he's All still right. behind the counter. He's still wrenching. Uh, oh, they come with the rotors, too. Look at that. When I when I left the business, uh, Tektro made good, you know, like kind of OE mechanical stuff. Um, but really, it was when this breaks, upgrade it to Shimano was kind of the logic yeah back then. and that's that, that is deal. the case in it, it kind of depends where your price point is like but if if i'm going the absolute entry level hydraulic i'm going to want to do tektros because they're probably the best value and then the next step up from that is probably shimano's um and then you know whatever you want from there gotcha. um all right i think i think you just decided for me then Nice. The excellent. I I do want to take a moment to just kind of update our listeners on um, what we're doing behind the scenes here a little bit. This is Ooh. obviously or not quite so obviously, depending upon uh, what order you're <laughs> listening to these in. Um, this is our kind of like our part two of our quarantine trilogy, I guess. <laughs> Or the trilogy with you, it huh? might be part. Yeah. yeah, it might be part three, depending upon if you count that like end of season one special thing that we did, which was just kind of it's us chatting. Related. Um, it's uh, but anyway, yeah, we we're gonna try to have like one more that kind of addresses like quarantine stuff pretty directly, um, and then we're gonna go back to our um, like slightly less depressing <laughs> episodes on quarantine related. <laughs> yes exactly um i mean there isn't going to be a way to not talk about it but we'll try to like <laughs> shove it under the rug a little bit more um i would like now uh -oh, tom uh -oh. yes ed needs some help uh -oh. um mm. with setting up his gravel bike and we've we've been helping him with handlebars a little bit um does does he need clipless pedals? He's running flats. Oh, here we go. Does he need clipless pedals, Tom? Which I keep destroying five tens. By the way, I know that I just this is was like... that a second pair, dude. <sighs> yes. Wow. So I'm gonna see if I'm giving them warranted. I ordered another. I have an expert voice discount, so I ordered another base pair of free riders for cheap. Uh, I'm gonna have those warranted because I'll give them another shot because we'll see. But getting slightly frustrating. But yeah, um, I think I'm going to start switching to clipless because I want to be. I don't know, is that the answer? If if answer? you are interested in clipless, then I yeah. think I think you should go clipless. Um, that cool. that said, yeah. the gravel bike is a good place to like try it first. It's, it's definitely a lot a That's lot less point. risk um, in terms of like. Listen, I used to tell this to people, and I'd either get like a dirty look. I was not known for my customer service ability, so. I, I apologize if, if you ever patronized the shop I worked at. I don't know. I just I just 
talk how I feel. Uh, Sorry if you've ever yeah. interacted with me. <laughs> and I'm sure that, that that might get a couple chuckles out of people who know me who listen to this. But anyway, I used to tell people, expect to fall and never be disappointed when learning to ride clipless. Um, it's just... Oh, I always tell it people it, it's, yeah. it only takes that one time. Yes. You have one one of those really stupid falls at like a traffic light or something, and then you're set. But if... Oh, so long story short, oh, yeah. if you're... It, well, you'll fall Damn over it. at a stop. That's what'll end up happening. Is You're going to unclip one foot, and then your weight will just carry you the other direction. What if I do that in flats? Um, well, then, yeah, expect to fall. Um, <laughs> then you already know what it feels like, so you're fine. But yeah, personally, oh, I run clipless just because I tend to really, for some reason, if I use flat pedals, I tend to put my feet in like a really stupid spot. Um, like I tend to pedal like with the middle of my foot on a flat pedal. Um, I just, yeah. I have horrible pedaling mechanics without being physically stuck in the correct position. Um, and I've just, I've been, you know, when I was a kid, I mean, I think I got my first set for like my 12th birthday. So like, I'm just forced into it like it's now just natural to me but to someone interested in trying clips i think you're on the right track doing it maybe not on your you know trail bike um because it can really at least for your first couple of rides it can be a little discouraging i would say in a in a high risk environment uh, where where performance is you know key above all else whereas gravel you know if you're just riding around a, an empty cranberry bog That'd be the place I'd tell most people to go try it, even if they weren't interested yeah. in gravel. Um, so, yeah, you know, try it. But there are many, there is no magic bullet in cycling. Um, it, well, what about what about the dual? What about the ones that are flats and Sure. The, so well, the, yeah. o- the only thing with those, yeah. Well, that answers my question. They're, they're not fashionable. <laughs> and usually, usually, because, you know, we touched on fashion. Don't forget. Um, uh, but of course. usually... Because they're not fashionable, they are not ultra well-made, I would say, is my opinion. Oh, wait, Ed, Ed, when you say a dual one, are you talking about, like, it has the clip on both sides, it just has the, the flat pedal around it? Oh. Yeah. Is that something that's acceptable so you can scoot around on flat, regular, normie? So what, I'll, what I will say about that is that um, there's, you, you might have the flat pedal around it, but there's no way for that clip to go away so like it's it's still there being a hot point when you are okay. running the flats on that um so okay. the i've never liked those ones because of that like because like that cleat is still sticking up out of the pedal um no matter yeah it's, it's that's what you're gonna smash it aren't you like i mean you're gonna mash stuff into it and not thought. not as much of that as as like you're just gonna feel it in the bottom of your foot in most cases because you think about think about like how much pressure you're putting down on that, and it's also like you might have like a grippy like the the actual pedal itself is really grippy. It's got pins and stuff, um, but then that middle of the pedal with the where the clip is is not going to have yeah. any grip to it. Yeah. Um. So I see those ones as like not great for either. <laughs> I guess um, they're they're really designed for <laughs> like a semi flat pedal that's like or a semi flat shoe that's one of the like a 510 with a cleat in it. I guess how how um, about this? Given given everything Riley just said which is dead on, I agree with all of it. Choose a focused pedal. Like I'm not telling you just pick a side mm. and deal with it, but pick a side and deal with it. Yeah. 
because um, <laughs> it's he, he he raises a great kind yeah. of forest through the trees point of like a a product that is a compromise is usually not what you want to go with in cycling yeah. it's not what you're going to have the most fun on in the long term the other one that people always ask about and bring up is the the flip one that has a flat on one side and the clip on the other that was what i thought which yeah yeah which like Technically, each side works better than the one you just mentioned, but Marginally. then you have to worry about, yeah, then you have to worry about flipping it over. And for me, like that, one of the biggest things, like I don't want to have to think about flipping the pedal over, yeah, ever. That is a pain. That's that's why the the pedal cages stopped being a thing is because we had to flip them over and figure out how to back out of them and I like fall over and die so on the yeah. And I guess also I'll. I'm looking at it now, the double shot. I'll admit Crank a fashion okay. faux pas myself. Um, <laughs> oh, even God, on, I, can, I mean, I guess I get a little bit of a pass because they're technically off-road focused bikes, but even on my quote-unquote gravel bikes, I run Shimano mountain bike pedals. So two-sided, no oh, worry about flipping. Yeah. That is, I know it's usually in like the older school roadie community that it's a problem, but I run two-sided pedals because frankly, or excuse me, when I say two-sided, I mean a clipless attachment on both sides. Um, just because of, to add on what Riley said, especially when you're off-road, you really don't want to worry about where is my pedal? Is it in the right orientation? Oh my god, I can't find it. Oh no, that route, and then you're on the ground. Um, yeah. Oh, I worry about that so, all the time. Oh my god, yeah. That's why I'm, I'm wearing flats. On get a, get a set of like 520s. Yeah. Uh, Shimano 520s, they're like 60 bucks. You know? Um, you know, that's true. What shoes should I get? Really, just that's kind of more Riley's wheelhouse. I I buy my shoes from him. You know, I need, I need shoes <laughs> um, now too. The shoes I run right now actually came with a set of like Shimano something or other anniversary yeah. pedals. Uh, <laughs> my answer to the shoe question is: uh, get shoes that fit and are comfortable. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, but, thanks, Dad. No, thanks, but it's, Dad. especially you're welcome, son. Cl Google it. Clipless. Get, get that right. <laughs> the way to have a good time in the long run with clipless is to definitely get your fit and your cleat placement down. Have it is there is no shame yeah. in at, going to your LBS and asking for help with setup on that. As a matter of fact, frankly, you can potentially mess up your knees and stuff not getting that stuff right where you need it and never tolerate this goes for anyone too. Never tolerate soreness or pain in association with a clipless pedal or shoe, whether it's in your foot, whether it's in your knee. Um, if something doesn't feel right, that's because it's not. Don't just soldier through it because it's a repetitive motion and repetitive stress injuries do happen. Um, yeah, thank oh, yeah. you. Uh, thank you to hashtag, our medic. Our, no, it's just our, it's real. Um... I, you know, it's, it's real. He's he's uh, he's yeah. I, I actually yeah. like I won't name names, but I, I know people who will tell you firsthand, like, yeah, I've shredded my knees because I just rode through stuff because I thought that's how it felt. You oh, know? God. Um Yeah. So All right. So here's here's my last question of the day. Are you ready? Last, last one. Do it. Um Do it. Does Ed need a new bike for gravel? You always need a new bike. But uh <laughs> Do, oh, that's the best do, answer to that question. Do you need it as a ticket for entry into gravel? Absolutely not. Um, Ooh, good answer too. Yeah, we talked about that. But Just show me your brother, one right? Because it's fun. Yes. Yes. 
I'm gonna give you guys uh, <laughs> hands down. Really yeah, you guys and your listeners. If if I'm ever on this again, if I'm never on it again, if you run into me on the street, just know that the entire flowchart of my personality is: Do I need a new bicycle? <laughs> and then underneath that is yes. However, if n equals one, you must quit. There yeah, are times when a new bicycle is not in the cards, and I totally respect and understand that. Um. And sometimes a new yeah. bicycle is someone else's old bicycle. Don't forget. You can get, you know, True. there are Ferraris in barns. Um, <laughs> That's not a bicycle. Oh, wait a minute. No, but you know it the blows concept my mind. of the quote-unquote Ferrari in a barn. Like, you know, it, it was my, my late mind. husband's. And, you know, I don't know what it is. And, you know, but on the same token, don't be a crook. But, you know. Well, I mean, like, like we were just talking tires, about, too. I went and got a Ferrari. If, if you have, like, a... Like a twenty-six inch rigid mountain bike, and again, we'll we'll get into this in our retro episode. Oh yeah. Um, but like, you can totally do some fun things with what you have around. I'm sure those, in most cases. Those touring and gravel conversions yeah. that people are doing with those bikes right now, I They're I like, lose sleep over those. <laughs> I really like do. As, as far as a gravel bike goes. Like, I would I would venture to say that gravel biking is the most creative. Uh, discipline of riding at the moment, both for the the equipment you have to be creative with, and where you're riding, you have to be creative with. Yeah, agree. Yeah, and it's it's good. Agree. It's a fun. Yeah, and it's, careful. It's still careful. a fun. Like I don't know, all of cycling is it's as fun as you ever want to make it. But like, let's be real. Like, if you show up to like a really hardcore like you know, some kind of race, whether it's cross-country mountain biking, whether it's cyclocross, it's a very different vibe from, like, going to a gravel event. And I know I said some stuff about, like, Rasputitsa being hard and the weather. Dude, or lady, whoever, the, you know, whoever's listening, <laughs> the party that those... That one French guy. The party atmosphere that those events have, the quote-unquote gravel events have, is something to behold. Yeah. Um, it is the, yeah. I would say if you have to pick a quote unquote discipline of cycling to gravitate towards, if you're looking to have fun, quote unquote gravel is where it's at. That is where it's at yeah, right that, now. That party atmosphere is why Tom doesn't remember the last Rasputitsa. <laughs> that is, uh, no, <laughs> I blacked no, out. We, yeah. we actually, <laughs> blacked out the, halfway through. the weather, we were so cold and wet and everything else that. Riley and I both uh, went to a whatever building they're at on Burke Mountain. We went to the public men's room. Each of us picked a stall, changed our clothes, walked right back out to my car, got in it. I got gas and a black green mountain coffee at a gas station. And we drove four plus hours back to Massachusetts in silence. <laughs> that is how hard that ride was. But the party that was going on now that i look oh, back yeah. with like you know my mind's eye unclouded by the fatigue that party looked great and the one before that we did attend the party and the food was great everything was <laughs> um it was it was awesome it and the amazing same with um there is a more local event known as the mixtape which you know certain people that i am friends with mm -hmm. may or may not be the time. entire architects of um but no that <laughs> that party is people. another just you know, it's great. Honest to God. Try it. When, when things go back to normal, if you're looking for something a little different to do, if you're looking for something maybe to train for, like we spoke about, if you're looking to just go ride your bike and, and rediscover why you started in the first place, give gravel a shot. 
That's the name. That's the name. Give of gravel this a episode. chance in 2020. Give gravel a shot. All I am saying. It took the whole episode to find it. Give it's dust there. a chance. Give dust a chance. Ooh. You, you, you better get that website for the dirty kids. <laughs> give, give dust a chance. <laughs> give dust a chance. Uh, but, yeah. All right, yeah, so Tetra's 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 in the long, long story short, Tetra, I guess. Long story uh, short, at the uh, end of the day, again, shout out to our sponsor. Tetra. Uh, Tetra. Tetra Cycling, yep. Tetra. Soon to be bike repair. Uh Shout out to Spark in the future. After I try to f up my own maintenance <laughs> stuff here, so we'll I'm I'm see. glad Ed Fingers that you're crossed, taking you know? my advice from last time and working on your own bike, given given to the given to the the old uh, Corona try. Oh, I'm I got a I got a phone mount. I'm gonna see if I can live well, stream me. Nice. If you're the stuff, type we'll of person see. who, at the very least, enjoys taking things apart, then it, it, you know what? Definitely work yes. on a bicycle. Give it a shot. You know what do you? Oh my god! Definitely, if, especially if you love losing, oh, if yeah. you love losing screws, oh, if yeah. you're that guy, <laughs> definitely, maybe not do. on a carpet. Um, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, give it a shot. Uh, what do you get yeah, to lose? A ultimately, a couple bucks. You know, um, yeah. Well, there, yeah. Bucks. yeah exactly. Depending on what part of the bike you try to mess with, yeah. So. yeah. So, it could be and, a lot more. And those, by the way, public service announcement because I can I can say stuff like this now because I'm not in the industry. Don't touch the screws on your rear derailleur for the love of God. <laughs> it's not. A, no, but it's out it's of alignment. It's shifting weird though. Okay? They're with not it. tuning the fuel it. mixture. Those things keep it from falling off either to the outside or the inside. <laughs> don't touch them. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Just nope, gonna mess nope, with it a little bit. It. That's all, please. Don't do it. Yeah, all right, all right, deal, <laughs> deal. Oh yeah, I'm get a new hanger. So I'm gonna put that a new on. hanger if uh, you want to mess with those screws. So <laughs> just throw that in the cart with your number two Phillips right, well, screwdriver. <laughs> <laughs> this worked out awesome. I think. This yeah, app, yeah, this actually anchor, works pretty good. Knock on wood. Yeah, maybe. Uh, this worked decent. Hey, thank you for having um, me. Thanks for coming it's on, fun. Tom. It was a, it was cool to have another guest. Um, we're going to try and get. We'll have you on, obviously, again. We're going to try and have more guests. I still want to get zero bikes on here. I think they uh, have quite the Instagram. I, I follow them. Uh, um, that's a pretty sweet yeah, looking yeah. little cool machine stuff. they got going there. And we've uh, we've been trying to talk to them for a while. We, we've been having the works and haven't done anything. We should, I think we should get it going because I've heard some uh, interesting rumors lately about uh, what they're doing. So um, we should have, we should talk about that at some point. But yeah, this was great and. Uh, Let's get some ideas for a next one. Excellent, guys. And, uh, Th thank you, you very much. On, it's, it's been my pleasure. Great. Thanks. I appreciate so. it. All right. Cue that outro. <laughs> All right. Uh, Riley. This is frozen, so we'll see if this is safe. I'm here. Did you, are you Mine is. All right. Cool. So I'm gonna All right. Good luck. Do you have any? Yeah. Well, fingers wrapped across. Uh oh! Oh no! <laughs>